We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And that will be our NFL game of the day today. The Dolphins and Jets at the bottom of the hour. Uh, The the weekend's going to be busy around here. Tomorrow, Garrett uh, Chapman and uh, Abe Gordon and I are going to do college football game time beginning at 8 a.m. sharp, and we're going to take you to our coverage live of Ohio State and Michigan, and you'll hear it right here, the Buckeyes and the Wolverines live on Sports Radio 92 on the game tomorrow. Then uh, coming up on Sunday, of course, we have the uh, Swampers in town, and all that smell, that smell that surrounds you is going to be, you know, they're going to be here. Uh, so uh, we have coverage starting at 9 a.m. with the Wave Ford Tailgate Show. Harper LaBelle, Joe Patrick, and myself at the Smooth Lot outside of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, taking you to a 1 o'clock kick with Wes and Dave on the call on Sports Radio 92 on the game. And then Mike Connie and, of course, the real voice of the Hawks, Steve Holman, with the Atlanta Hawks on the road against the Washington Wizards coming up on Sunday night. So it's going to be a busy time on the radio station and a busy weekend for football. Now, just looking at college football ahead of the show tomorrow, today... Uh, just to update you on the scoreboard here, because I know we don't have updates on the weekend. It is halftime in Norman, and Oklahoma is uh, beating uh, TCU to death. It is 42 to 42-16 Sooners uh, at the half. Oklahoma uh, up 42-16. They've just started the third quarter in Lincoln with Iowa on top of Nebraska 10-7. to Miami is leading Boston College up at Chestnut Hill. It's 28-7. Just started the second half there. The Hurricanes on top of the Eagles. Memphis on top of Temple 28-14 in Philadelphia in some of the games that are going on. Coming up still at uh, 4 o'clock this afternoon, Missouri and Arkansas. And then later on tonight, uh, Texas will host Texas Tech. That's a 7.30 kick our time in Austin, uh, Penn State at Michigan State. And at 8.30 our time out in Autzen Stadium, Oregon will host Oregon State in the Civil War. And that'll get us into tomorrow. And, uh, Garrett, one of the things that I've been talking about with the 12-team playoff, and I know we don't have it this year, but you start to look at, okay, what games really matter today and tomorrow? Ohio State-Michigan obviously matters. You know, the, the Iron Bowl would matter if Auburn wins. But Georgia-Georgia Tech doesn't matter. It, it, mildly it does. But, it wouldn't matter next year either. You know. But some of these other games, like this Oklahoma game, it would matter. Because Oklahoma could go to 10-2 and two and maybe sneak into the twelve. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, they could theoretically sneak in, um, but they probably wouldn't just because they need. They still need Oklahoma State to lose because they, they would want to be conference champions, right? That would be their best way of getting in. And if they do that, then they would need Oklahoma State to lose by, because they lost Bedlam, and then they'd need to beat Texas again. Uh, Missouri at 9-2 against Arkansas, really, that's a 4 o'clock game. really doesn't matter. Except next year it would. Because well, it matters. Missouri, it matters in the sense that Missouri can go play for the New Year's Six Bowl for the first time since 2014. Yeah, but that is who cares about a New Year's Six Bowl? Nobody. I don't care. I'm, it means nothing. Uh, what, what means something is the playoff because you're not winning a national title. Winning, I don't care about bowl games. <laughs> Couldn't care less. Uh, so no, Missouri at nine and two, if they won, could maybe sneak into the twelve. Penn State and Michigan State tonight, seven thirty. It doesn't mean anything now, but it would matter. I mean, I, again, I don't care what. Poll game, Penn State's going to it. Don't care. Um, but Penn State at 10-2 and two might sneak into the 12. Uh, you know, Kentucky and Louisville matters. 
because Louisville still has a shot at uh, next year at potentially, you know, maybe they only have a 5% shot of making the playoff this year. But, it, you know, Louisville loses to Kentucky. They would probably have to go on the road to play in the playoffs and not have a home game. So that would matter. AM and LSU would matter tomorrow because LSU could win and possibly sneak into the 12. You know, so I, there are a lot of games that would suddenly matter. And you mentioned BYU-Oklahoma State would matter more. And it still matters because Oklahoma State does have a chance. Because right now, what are we looking at? We're looking at, uh, Garrett, Georgia-Alabama, right? SEC. Uh, the winner of Ohio State-Michigan against Iowa in the Big Ten. Yeah. What a joke that is. Florida State-Louisville in the ACC. Texas, and if Oklahoma State beats BYU tomorrow, it's Oklahoma State makes the Big 12 title game. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. Yeah. And then uh, Washington and is uh, going to be Oregon if they win the Civil War. And if they don't, then Arizona could sneak in there. Yeah, so that would trigger a very interesting tiebreaker where we'd go down to the third team, uh, a third tiebreaker in the region, which is win percentage of the next highest-placed common opponent in the standings, <laughs> which, because USC lost last week to UCLA, that would be Oregon State. So Arizona would then be the next team in. Right, because they beat Oregon State. Because they beat Oregon State, and Oregon, and Oregon would have lost to Oregon State. So there's still a lot to play for in that game. Yeah, well, I Huge understand. Huge right. game tonight. I mean, so Arizona's still alive, and uh, Oregon, you know, is – so. I mean, it's it's still interesting, but next year with the 12 team, there would be so many games in this final week. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. At least 17 games that could affect the 12 team. At least 17. That could, you know, affect it one way or the other. Either you get a bye, or you get a uh, a home game, or you even get in. So, um, yeah, this is really this will uh, this time next year we're going to be sitting around with so many scenarios you won't be able to count. <laughs> it'll be just it'll be ridiculous how many scenarios there are because you may only have like okay you go into the final week, Garrett. You'll say we have eight teams that are locked, and the other four are between. Ten other teams. <laughs> I, I just know. I just know it takes away. The only thing I'm not excited about is like if you're if you're the Alabamas or the Georgias, like you want to talk about the same teams consistently playing for the same for the titles. It's going to be even worse once it gets to the 12 team. Of course, you're going to have more teams who are going to be involved, and so payouts are going to be bigger, and it's going to spread around a little bit. And I guess the hope is that it's all going to trickle down, and everyone else is going to start feeling more of that uh, that revenue. I guess, but. People people complained loudly when it was just Clemson versus Alabama every single year, and they just consistently were making it in. And uh, well, it just gets easier if you're for the big dogs like the Michigans and the Ohio States, the Georgias, the the, the Alabamas. I mean, they're just going to waltz in, and they they can afford to lose two games. It'd be very hard to eliminate them. Yeah, but then you know, do you have to play four games to win the national title and not two? You know, I you wouldn't mean- have to play two. Well, would now, you play two? now you play. Oh, well, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I see what you're. No, never mind. You're comparing it to this year. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I understand that. Like, there's there's reasons for for everything, I guess. But I, when it gets here, I'll, I'll celebrate it and, and be excited. I'm not excited about it right now, but I'm living in the moment. I, I think that there are four. There there aren't generally four teams that are deserving of playing for a national title, and we see that in the semifinals, but. It's, the games are going to be fun. Those early-round matchups, those playoff games on home campuses are, are just going to be electric. 
that's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. That's going to be great. It is going to be awesome. Because college football in, in professional stadiums is a sham. I, I think it's ridiculous. As ridiculous as playing college football on Friday nights. And what's going to be real cool is if you get an opening round game where you get a team from the Deep South. Going up to Wisconsin. Going to Wisconsin and Camp Randall. Uh, That's you know, be cool. And it's snowing and 18 degrees. <laughs> it's, we're going to get some of those like really cool matchups that would be bowl games otherwise. Uh, but it's going to be a home game. And yeah. I think it's going to be really cool. Everything is on the line, and uh, the home side of it, the home team, is going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. And of course, with the expansion of the conferences, uh, the conference races are going to be insane with Texas and Oklahoma and the SEC and those four big schools: Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA into the Big Ten. I mean, uh, it, it's it's just going to be really a fascinating year next year. But but this year is this year. And at the moment, um, I, I've been saying it, I've said it earlier, you and I were just kind of chatting about it. Uh, I think this is the best Georgia team of the three. Uh, and that doesn't guarantee anything, I know. I mean, they could play a bad game and lose. But I just think that they are 14 to 17 points clear of anybody in America. That includes Ohio State, Michigan, and Alabama. I just think they're that much better. The only team that I look out there and go, well, if they really brought their A game, maybe Oregon can make it a little bit interesting. But I just don't know how you attack Georgia. I just think that they are... I just clearly the best team in the country, and I don't even think it's close. Well, at some level, it's like you you have to be able to go physically with this team for a full sixty minutes. I, there aren't a lot of teams that can physically match them. Just just with sheer size and depth, there aren't a lot of squads. Uh, like if you're Oregon, like you're going to be leaning on Bo Nix and company. Really, it's just Bo Nix, and Bo Nix would have to come out and be just special. Yeah, and he can do that. But can he do it for a full 60 minutes? Can he do it if Kirby Smart's taking away your rushing attack? Can he do it like Bucky Irving? Great running back. Really good player. He's not going to find a lot of success against this Georgia front seven. So it's like, who, what are they? What are you going to do for a full 60 minutes? How are, and on top of that, we're just looking at the, the offense versus their defense. Mm-hmm. How are you going to stop them? The offense is better than the defense this year. And I don't know if we've, to your point... I don't know if at any point that Kirby Smart has been coaching here in Athens, I don't know if the the defense at any point has been worse than the offense. Or I should say the offense better than the defense, because neither of them are bad. Um, the defense is, is still really good. The offense is just top three, top four in college football. Yeah, no, it just says a team with no weakness. Nothing to exploit. And uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech, clean old-fashioned hate, 730 kick tomorrow at uh, Georgia Tech. And for Tech, win or lose, most likely lose. Um, still, you know, I mean, they're going to go to a bowl game. I think there's been a lot here. Uh, this season could have gone in a lot of weird directions after that uh, debacle against Bowling Green. And they managed to get it together and have some nice moments. And, yeah, moral victories count. We'll see what Georgia Tech did. And again, mentioned all four teams in uh, Division One in the state here, Georgia, Georgia State, Georgia Tech, and Georgia Southern, all going bowling this year. Which is interesting. All right, uh, quick break here. Back to uh, kind of close things out and take you to Miami and the Jets live on this. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Black Friday on Sports Radio 92 on the game. It's John Fricky. Just in time for Thanksgiving dinner. I'm hungry, man. I gotta eat it. Got some hungry dogs. 
dogs over here. Happy Thanksgiving from Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, again, uh, we will have college football game time for you. 8 a.m. to 11.30 tomorrow with uh, Garrett, Abe, and I. Taking you to our coverage of Ohio State, Michigan, live on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game on Sunday. Smooth lot, 9 a.m., Joe Patrick, Harper LaBelle, and myself uh, ahead of the Falcons and Swampers. And uh, that'll be at 9 a.m. We'll have Chris Goforth and Mike Johnson do the network uh, pregame at 11. Wes and Dave on the call of the Atlanta Falcons and the uh, from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And it is technically correct, Garrett, to say that it's not a must-win if for no other reason than if you lose the game, the coach can go, look, you know, we went out. We'll, uh, you know, get six games to go. We'd end up 10-7, and seven, and we would win the division, in which case he would be right. But what are the odds of winning out? Like, zero. So, I mean, I think if you lose this game, you are in such a world of hurt that I don't know how you recover. I really don't. I'm not sure how. Because you, you haven't won a game. The last time the Atlanta Falcons won a game was a month ago. October 22nd. It's November 24th. They haven't won a football game since they beat Baker Mayfield in Tampa down in Tampa. You have losses to the Commanders. The Commanders. Commanders at the Titans with, with a home, rookie wait, quarterback. The Commanders at home. Commanders at home. Which is just an unbelievable loss. I can't believe they lost that game. Oh, my God. And then you get smacked by the, the Titans on the road. <sighs> Will Levis is your starter in that game. Come right. on. I know. He made his first career start and you lose. I mean, it's not only that, you lose and you give up 28 points to a rookie. And it's right. just, it's embarrassing. Then you have the Vikings scoring 31 points on you. Of course, they've turned it around a little bit. They've won a couple of games in a row. Then you go on the road to lose to the Cardinals, a team that might win, what, two games, three games this year, four games total. Like, I gave you the list of top 10 teams in the NFL draft, and mm-hmm. there's a good chance that we lose to seven of them. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Like, if the Falcons could play themselves, they'd still find a way to lose. Like, it's it's just embarrassing. But all of that will change if, on Sunday, they can beat the Saints. You beat the Aints over there at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and we're not having these types of conversations anymore. Well, yeah, Monday's conversation. Or at least for a week. Monday's conversation is going to be really interesting because it's either going to be, hey, we're back in first place. Boy, Ritter looked good. Okay. You know, now we got to build on this. we got to go beat the Jets on the road and – Let's go ahead and take this division. There's six games to go, or you're going to be fire the coach. You know, and that's going to happen because as much as Arthur Smith doesn't want it to happen, if you lose to the Saints, drop to four and seven, and lose your fourth game in a row, and lose to that team in this stadium, yes, fire the coach will be. I'm just, I'm just telling you what. I mean, that's we all know it, right? And look, this is a Saints defense that can that can stuff the run really, really effectively. That's something they do very well. So it's on Desmond Ritter. So at the end of the day, it's like if the quarterback can get it done, if Desmond Ritter puts together a full game, maybe we got a shot. And I think that the Falcons are a better team than the Saints. I just think that. That's not saying all that much necessarily, but look, you better win this damn game. You better win the damn game. Yep. Yep. No, they that's have it. to win. It is, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a must win, uh, not only for your season, but for a lot of other reasons. Because we can't. Arthur Blank can't tolerate this anymore. You went out in the offseason, spent $125 million, and this is what you get for it. And you can sit here and talk to me, well, Grady Jarrett's out for the year, Troy Anderson's out for the year. Yeah, those are two gigantic losses. You know, I, I get it. But at the same time, you, 
Wow. I mean, you're losing to really bad teams and bad quarterbacks and in bad ways. Uh, this team needs a new quarterback. We all know it. Uh, I, I Unless, because only one of two things is true here. Well, I guess the third thing remains true, which is that Desmond Ritter could light it up, and then we're, we're all on the Desmond Ritter train by, by the end of the year. Nobody expects that to happen, but it could happen. Uh, but you're you're looking at how how high are you up in the draft? Can you take one of the star quarterbacks in the draft? Uh, you know, and don't make a mistake on that. And what veteran are you bringing in at that point? Because if you draft, because I think it's true that if you draft a quarterback, you have to go out and get another veteran. Or are you just going to live with Taylor Heineke? I don't want to do that. It's so depressing to talk about it. They're in such a bad situation. I don't know. And maybe all this stuff changes on on Sunday. But as far as big picture, it's I, I honestly think a lot of people talked about the draft. I know you've talked about the draft a little bit. It's so early in the season to talk about the draft. You have half the year left. I mean, everything can change. Everything can change. I mean, bye weeks, teams look different coming out of bye weeks. Yep. Sometimes we'll see. sometimes we'll see more but, of the same. But the Saints are also coming out of a bye week. Yeah, they are. And, and who are you playing here? You're playing Jameis Winston? You're playing... Derek the, Carr's expected to start. And, and is Michael Thomas going to play? Don't think so. No, he's out. Yeah. He's on injured reserve. Marshawn Lattimore? He's out. Yeah. So it's not like you're playing a full-strength Saints team, but at the end of the day, I don't care. Just go out and get the win. We're not Just go out and get the damn win. Yeah, no, because you don't have Grady Jarrett. We don't have anybody. We have a number of issues. I, I, you know, oh, I, I, I want to remain positive till it's over, till it's over. You know, I'm going to Yogi Berra this, but at this point, I am so fed up. I just really fed up. I, I had so many expectations coming into the season, yep. and maybe that's my fault. As oh a, no, as a fan. I, I, I drank the Kool Aid too. I yeah. drank the Kool Aid, and I, so far, it's just done nothing but but hurt. You know, and I, I mean, I was okay with the hurt the last two years, three years, because I knew that we had to get through all of the crap to get to this, and this was what was on the other side. That's why I'm frustrated. Stand by for Miami and the Jets. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning. College football game time, 8 a.m. sharp ahead of Ohio State, Michigan with uh, Garrett, Abe, and myself. Be here for that as we look ahead and enjoy the games the rest of the day, too. A lot of big college games on this Thanksgiving weekend. My thanks to all of you who called in. Stand by for Miami and the Jets next on 99 The Game. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.